0: Hello everyone, this is Trevor and Brandon here. This is uh, you know, our first album review in a long time. Um, we've been doing the discography series and kind of have left the album reviews in the, in the in the back burner, but Brandon texted me a couple days ago, maybe last week now, and you were like, yo, check this project out. It's, it's a different
1: sound. Only 19 minutes, not going to take you long. Different sound is definitely one way to put it. But before I dive into through it too much i i really want to hear your side of it i want you to take away take it away with this and just put all your thoughts um emotions feelings all about it out there and but yeah very quick listen to different sound it's hip-hop and rap r&b type of yeah type of wave and it's sort of in that side of the industry um but i mean a little bit of a tyler creator sound in a way yeah from the melody and the beats and the noises then you were saying as well sort of like a Hobson influence in the in the flow and the tempo. So and the storytelling Storytelling as, well. as well. So I'll, I'll let you take it away.
0: Um, but this project is called The Preface. or the, the I'm, I think that's The Preface, right? Yeah, The or, Preface. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure how to perfectly say this guy's name.
1: I'm still learning as well. Um,
0: but Neftali is how I'm going to pronounce it. Or Nef- Nef- Neftali?
1: He has his Instagram name like abbreviated in a way. So it's like Nef. Ha uh, Lee, we sound like fucking idiots. Yeah, so we sound so sorry for butchering this. Nephali, but okay, Nephali. Nef, I'm gonna say Nefteley for now. Okay, neftily, okay. Hopefully, we can learn the proper pronunciation of it after this. And, after he tunes into it, hopefully.
0: Yeah, if he checks this, you know, episode out, we apologize for you know butchering your artist name, bro. But you had a really nice, what I imagine is your debut project. It is. It's part of the story. Yeah, that's awesome, and. Me personally, the first two songs are the starred songs on this album, so it means a lot of people are playing this on Apple Music. I kind of think this album gets it a lot better towards the end of it. Um, I agree. I I really this um, my one gripe with this project is "Let's Get It On." It's creative. I like the talk back with the female in the song. It's cool. Kind of it's like a it's like an R and B song, but it just. It was like kind of the one skippable song. I
1: thought it was just a little much. Yeah, it was. It just went a little bit too far with it.
0: It sounded like Rod Wave times two type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just like, I was not expecting this. But um, then Bomo, you're gonna touch on these two next songs. But B O M O and T M T M M B, those abbreviated songs are pretty pretty listenable in my opinion. But me personally, I think he really blew it out of the water with. You know a step up out of all the other songs to me to my ears, and I'm leaving you know when I listen to this song from start to finish, that was the best song to that point for me, and then the final song, which is a date six thirty one twenty one parentheses outro that song is the best song on the album to me it just it felt like he was so loose and he was just snapping, bro he has mm-hmm. bars and his flow is there uh his beats are crazy like, crazy, like, very creative, and I appreciated that about it, and I also, like, actually understood him, mm. like, you know what I'm saying, because, like, a lot of these guys that will do this type of sound where, like, the beats are kind of supposed to take over the song, you know, it's kind of that mumble shit, but with him, it's actually fucking good, yeah. like, solid lyrics, like, he's actually, he can showcase his lyricism, and he, he wrote very good songs, I... Heyoka, number two, I know I didn't really talk about that one, but that's actually a good song as well. Um, and, and then the shake back is, it's a good opener, but those songs I feel like are more mainstream than anything, you know, if, if this does become mainstream, um, that, that those are kind of like radio draws in a sense. Not probably going to be on the radio, but I don't know, they just felt like more club music-y, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but I just feel like the meaning, like you said, came out of the final four songs, you know, after like off mic, we were talking about this how the storytelling towards the end of the album was just really awesome. Yeah. And that's where I was like, damn, this guy kind of reminds me of Hobson a little bit. Not his voice, but like his flow, like his tempo and the beats as well. Like Hobson always has crazy beats. This guy kind of reminds me of Hobson or a thousand band Fanu or um, uh, gosh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank, but the. Uh, Gosh, not Playboy Cardi, but like one of his homies. It's like really tight with him, but like, just he reminds. If anyone knows Thousand Band Fanu out there, like y- you know, but like very insane beats, subtle bars, mm-hmm. but like they're there and they hit. You know, especially if you're listening to it on the speakers in your car. Like this, this album definitely have a nice system to like jam, jam out to it with. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. honestly, headphones do it justice sometimes, but. I just feel like if you have a nice sub if you're on you know, your TV at least like that's where you'll get the quality of the production value of this album and you know we talked about it only being 19 minutes I actually you know finished this album wanting there to be more mm. like I actually wanted it to I wish it was like a 14 track album I wish it was able to drag out that recipe of the, the final you know four songs of the album it's just the preface though it is you know? just the preface you give us too much I'm excited for what's to come from it I'm man.
1: with you on that man
0: like and he's from his uh, uh product his label is Golden Deluxe Record uh recordings excuse me distributed by Venice Music so he's signed we should be seeing more out of him i mean it seems like this album's doing good on apple music um but i i like him bro i'm glad you put me on him it was a refreshing listen um overall out of 10 I'm going to be probably more generous than most, but there was really only one skippable song on this album for me, and I know it's not out of many songs to begin with, but I'm going to give this a 9.5. Mm. I, I thought this was a very pleasing, you know, satisfying album. If you if you like, you know, I'm not comparing him by any means to like Kanye or, or um, Playboy Cardi or... You know some of those guys, but like the creativity when it comes to the production, I think that's one thing that spoke out mainly to me um, from this project. And you know, I, I think obviously his lyrics and his actual vocals are able to carry it. And he, you, you saw his range in this album, he tried a little bit of everything out, but yeah.
1: And that's that was the one thing I was gonna ask you about is the versatility of it and how much he sort of just went from one end of the spectrum to the other with different sounds and melodies and tempos and it was just a lot we saw such a wide versatility of what he can do and he was just sort of playing with it see which maybe he liked the most or maybe he flowed with the most and what the listeners are going to flow with the most and like the most you know whether it's more of like the mainstream sound at the start of the album or more of the story- storytelling at the end or the stuff that's sort of in between you know um so that's definitely something that caught my eye and
0: for this this being his first project, and it looks like, on, according to Apple Music, legitimately his first it is music drop. It is. Um, and, and I know he's not saying, oh, this is going to be an experimental album. But with your first drop, especially like this, you're not even dropping a single before this. You just dropped the album, hoping to catch some attraction. But this was a good album. Um, really, really probably slept on. It came out September 1st of this year. Um, so the beginning of this month, but I I really just wanted to say, when we talked about Pink Tape for Lil Uzi, like, he was like, oh, that was an experimental album, I have another Mm -hmm. one on the way. I feel like this is what an experimental album should look like. And I'm not saying that this artist came out intending for this to sound like an experimental album, but, like, this is what it's, this is the perfect amount of, like, not only just tracks, you know, only 8, 19 minutes, but... If you're going to do anything that's kind of like funky or wild in a sense, like with your beats or production or your lyrics or your autotune or whatever, your composure, trying to gem all these songs together, like this is the perfect way to do it. And I I know this is not his intention. He's probably trying to start up a little bit of like maybe a trilogy. He might do the preface too. Mm. I don't know. There's so many ways you can go with this.
1: And another thing, so I wanted to bring this to mind. The BOMO stands for Better On My Own. The track after that, TMT MMB, take my time, mind my business. Those were, I guess, the vocal points of the storytelling throughout those two songs and that led right into "I'm Leaving" at number seven, and finished out with that storytelling into the outro as well at the end. Because hmm. you you hear him talking about or rapping about in "I'm Leaving" track number seven and just trying to get out of the town or the countries. And in. He plays a Jordan Peterson clip. I really like that as well. I'm a big Jordan Peterson fan. I, I'm sure you appreciate I've that I've read that both as of his well. I've read two of his books. And it's talking about get out of that country to really able, be able to succeed, get out of your comfort zone. And I feel like better on my own, take my time, mind my business, leaving my, my hometown. It all sort of follows that same... Mindset. Mindset and theme and storytelling. And that's just something that I really dove into it more and was like, Wow really made me appreciate it and it's like everything about this from start to finish every aspect of it um, the name the album cover artwork everything is just so well thought out It, it really is. really is it's very detailed
0: it kind of reminds me of like and again when I say these other artists names I'm by no means comparing this guy to them but like just the creativity reminds me of a young Kid um, kid Cudi excuse me and it, it just kind of gives me that vibe that kind of like not alternative rap, but, like, uh, an artist that is willing to try different, you know, ranges, like we were talking about earlier. But he's also trying, like, he also will try different things with his vocals, different themes with different songs. And he kind of, I think, showcased his entire arsenal with this album. You got you have, like, Breaking It Down, The Shakeback kind of like a fun song, kind of just like... I really enjoyed that song. Yeah, it's not skippable. I can't skip it. I, I'll listen and to it's it. it's the intro. So it's going to
1: draw you into it right there at the start.
0: I'll say it did. And then Hayoka, was a good follow-up song to it that kind of has the same vibe, but I just think it's better. Like, it was similar in a mm-hmm. sense, like with the beats. Um, but I, I liked it better.
1: So what about the next song falling in after that, Smooth? Smooth? I, I heard you touch on that. Yeah,
0: I, I actually added this to my daily. I just think this is a... You could listen to this once a day, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of songs like that in, in this album, to tell you the truth. But I really liked the beat in this song, um, and I, I genuinely like how it was a change up from the first two. He like kind of slowed it down a little bit. The tempo changed, his pace changed, like mm-hmm. everything. He kind of like got us ready for the most disappointing song on the album, in my opinion. Um, let's get it. And I'm not shitting on Smooth. I think Smooth is actually the best song in the first three. Um, but it's definitely the best out of the first four for sure. Um, but let's get it on. I, I, honestly didn't even finish it. Mm. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I had like 35 seconds, maybe 40 seconds left in it. I'm like, I don't, I, cu- I couldn't listen to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it. I had to skip it. It just, I wasn't like, I'm listening to it with a, with my little brother. That's just not a song to yeah. vibe <laughs> to with another man. If, especially if you're heterosexual, <laughs> um, you know, but
1: but it's, it's, the one thing I did take away from it, because I'm the same exact way on, with you on that. Is it's my least favorite song on that album, it's the only one I really would skip and can skip, and it's just, but the thing about it is that you have to be in the right vibe for it. The right. If you're with your lady, that's exactly. a different story, exactly. bro. Exactly, which, I mean, he hit the, hit the nail right on the head with that, too, if you're looking at it from that aspect, and it just goes back to his versatility and his unique mindset to sort of attack this whole album with, you know? And
0: we talked about it, his range showed probably the most in that song. Like truthfully, like his his vocals showed the most, his ability to kind of do the chorus like kind of consistently. Mm-hmm. We saw that in that song, but it just it, you have like you said, you have to be in the right space, the right you know setting, all that. It has to be the right time for that song. Um, and I know your two favorite songs on this album were B O M O the mm-hmm. interlude and then T M T M M B.
1: Tell us about those songs. So what I really liked about these ones is it was mainly once I actually figured out what the abbreviation stood for in the songs and then followed into the rest of the track with I'm Leaving and the outro and the storytelling and sort of connecting all the dots with it. It was like, I I don't know, it just sort of resonated with me in a way. Because like, I haven't really ever been in a situation like that, but at the same time, like, I sort of was. It was internally, though, because I moved out of my house when I was 18, got an apartment on my own, you know, and sort of tried to make that change. It was still within the same confines of my city. Yeah. But sort of related to it in that sense. And if I ever was in a situation like that, I really do feel like that's the best way to go about it. And that's something that I've always wanted to try and, like, do that soul searching, you know. So it sort of just allowed me to sort of live that out in a way while I could listen to this song. Yeah. those songs, if you will. And it just really made you appreciate the storytelling yeah. behind the, the bottom half of the album as well, especially leading into those last two. But I'm Leaving was one of my favorite songs as well. If I'm giving you a favorite, Smooth was my favorite. Okay. Um, but the main reason that is is because um, someone that actually featured in it, the start of the song, the first verse, was my friend Chris Francois. Um, I actually shouted him out in my ballad episode wow. when I was saying he's the one that sparked my passion and love for photography and editing and art and all that type of stuff. He actually featured on that song and he was involved with the creating of this album as well. I believe he was the director of photography and all the visual effects and the cinematic effects and I think part of the album cover as well. That's um, so I sick. apologize if I'm getting it, getting it a little bit wrong. I haven't been able to talk to him too much about it. But that's sort of what I was telling you. I'm, I was holding off on telling you until we were live recording this episode. We've got to get him on the pod, man. That's... That's dude. When I heard this album, I couldn't be happier. Not only for him, but like this album is fucking great, dude. It is. I honestly, I give it a 10 out of 10 just because of that bias. But dude, there's only one skippable song on it, in my opinion. And it's still not even a skippable song if you're in the right environment for it. You know what I'm saying? And but to just see that, and what really made me appreciate it more is because you're saying that you can see some of the like Kid Cudi influence, like maybe like a Kanye West, Tyler the Creator influence, and that's all Chris. Like, Chris has been a Kanye fan, Tyler the Creator fan. He's always appreciated more of, like, the artistic side of things, you know? Because you could say, like, it's art what Louis Uzi Vert and those artists put out, but it's not art compared to, like, what Tyler the Creator, Kanye, Travis Scott are doing. And they've always appreciated that more. And if, I haven't met um, Neftali or anyone else involved that's featured on it as well, but if they're anything like Chris, they all sort of are in that same mindset with the artistic side of things yeah whether it's from the looks the sounds the aspects from the, the every detail the, yeah everything the audio and it just really made you appreciate it so much more when fresh ears like yourself actually looks at this as like a professionally produced album in a way you I, know? I actually
0: seriously think it is man yeah. like it's very nice bro it's a very good album and, and i gave you my rating before i even knew that so exactly that's crazy and
1: you know i want you to he actually... My friend Chris actually does have a solo song out there himself. I've, his artist name is Caruso. I'm always going to butcher this name. It's it's a French... It's, Excel, it's... I'll let you read it and see if you can pronounce it. Caruso Ex, Excelsior? Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior. Okay, That's yeah. fucking cool. I it's like that ass name. It's a fire-ass name. It's just a very artistic and like aesthetic type of name, if you will. Excelsior. Excelsior. I hope we're saying that right. But he has a song out. It's called Risky. And I, I really want you to check that song out after this and tell me what you think. But it's it's a very good sound. You, you'll be able to tell that's him after listening to Smooth again, but he's featured in the start of Smooth. Then in track number seven, I'm Leaving as well, um, Neftali actually raps about him and actually um, drops a line about him talking about him being the one from um, New York and holding it down. And he was the one that also had to make it out of his confinements here. In Florida, in the nine for one, not to speak too much on his story and everything like that. Obviously, yeah. definitely gotta get him on the pod. But I think awesome. that's sort of what it was like. And once these two came together, they sort of related on that level of it. Yeah. Just looking from the outside in, obviously. I don't. I'm not gonna speak for anybody. But that's just sort of what I get from it, and it's just overall so fucking cool. i and just, such a good prod project, bro. I just
0: gotta say straight up, man. I'm gonna listen to that single from your homie Chris and uh definitely shout out to those guys especially you know coming from you know where they did you know doing what they had to do to you know make you know their art get to where it is Mm -hmm. now that's you know that's always going to be a struggle for anyone look at us trying to get the podcast off the ground and starting from scratch and they're starting from scratch and this is what they have i mean Mm -hmm. that's fucking impressive and definitely props to those guys and you know keep grinding if you're out there listening we'll have to send them this podcast link or something and you know, hopefully we didn't butcher the names to make y'all laugh I at us or nothing like that, but, you know, we're uh, we're definitely, you got some fans down here in the 941, so shout out for sure. But I, I'm i definitely going to stick with my rating, 9, 9.5, 10, probably a 10 after that, you know, little boost there, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's a 941 guy, you know, doing what he can do, you know. And, and this is awesome. Like, it's awesome that you're connected with this somehow, and through the small world we live on, mm-hmm. you know, art connects us all, and that's kind of the beauty of it, you know. But, um... Overall, I think this is one of my one of my favorite things I've listened to this year. Really? Yeah. I and, and I know NBA is dropping another oh. one. Uh, <laughs> oh, letting, of course he is. Just letting everyone know, expect another album re- re- review for NBA. Um, but I also low key, you know, now that we're talking about NBA YoungBoy. I I heard some of like that kind of same production at least in the outro. Like it sounded like you, like that song. This guy was going in, bro. Like, mm. he was going in for me. Like, I'm like, damn, this is this is what he has. Like, when it comes to, like... You know, he probably can do way more. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not limiting the guy. Yeah. But, like, I just thought that that was... That was his peak. Uh, and that's what that's why I was so excited. Because I'm like, yo, you ended like this. And now mm. I'm, like, left with... That's, that's I gotta what he was wait. Trying
1: to, I guarantee you that's what he was probably trying to do. He, he, and, and he did
0: it well, you know. And it, it left people like me, you know, new listeners new customers down the line type shit waiting for more, you know, and, and if you're able to do that, you know, not in a suspenseful manner, but in the manner of like, yo, you just dropped a really solid project and now you want people wanting more out of out of you as an artist. Like, that's, that's impressive. I, I think not many people can do that even now. Like, after Pink Tape for Lil Uzi, I don't think many people want a project after that. I mean, Playboy Cardi, we can all laugh at that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm glad to see new young artists from our age demographic kind of coming up and showing the struggles of our age group as young men, especially since this is a fellow chap we're talking about. You know, we all have, like, different baggage, different struggles in life. And I think that, you know, you were talking about the storytelling aspect of this album and how he was, you know, talking about leaving, getting out of his comfort zone and trying to break the mold in a sense. I think that's an important message to... Uh, use whatever platform you have, especially if you're an artist, to promote that to younger people. Because... You know, to... If you're not... You're not living if you're not uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to be able to, like, go and... You know, challenge yourself, challenge others. Don't be around bums because you are who you are. Like, you are who you hang
1: around type shit. And that was a lot of the morals in the storytelling throughout this. It really was.
0: And and it's it's awesome to see, like... And hear someone that's on the same, like, wavelength type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, because our group of friends, like, I, I know your friends, like, that I haven't met, my friends that you have, well, I'm, I don't really have that many friends, but, you know, either I don't way, have either. like, all the guys in the, you know, the, the league, the and, you know, league, yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to all the boys, Logan Pisano, all those guys, and the, the, the Marino league. brothers, um, the Dilf League, but, like, you know, just kind of getting the vibe from the guys that, and the friends that we hang around and associate with, like, it, it shows and who we are as people. And, like, I feel like that's why this album kind of hit differently as well. Because mm. you can kind of relate to it, like, more than others. Because I'm not trying to be rude, but this guy's not, you know, he's not to that level yeah, of fame. Yeah,
1: he, um, he understands that, too, I would imagine, and, of
0: course. But, like, with projects like this, he'll be there in no time, like, in my opinion. Because th- you're going to have, you're just only going to grow with this type of music of like a cult following, like mm. low-key, like, and not in a bad way, not like a cult, like in a negative way, of but course, like of course. a loyal fan base that supports the fact that you're authentic, that you have genuine talent, and that you're passionate about your craft when it comes down to every detail, I think that just shows, you know, it shows in itself, just listen to the project, listen to the, pre- the preface, excuse me, uh, it's definitely worth it, it's less than 20 minutes, you know, you're not, you're not wasting your time, in my opinion, you're actually going to you're you're going to enjoy it and have it on your daily in my opinion. But Brandon, any last words you have to say about this uh
1: this album? I'm just, I'm still speechless, honestly. Just looking back at the fact that this is something that has been produced by someone that not solely by that person that I know, but someone who just I've known and had the honor of knowing and has had such a big impact on my life and it's Me more than he will probably ever even know, honestly. And because we were never like that close, but we just, I was that cool freshman, that annoying little freshman that uh, the cool seniors would be like, oh, this kid's not too bad, you know? And he was just, he didn't treat me like that, just little punk freshman, like a lot of seniors in the stereotypical world would, you know? So, and like I said, my, all my love for photography, art, all that type of stuff has just stemmed from inspiring from him pretty much. And Dude, it's set me on just new wavelengths and new paths that I never really thought I would be on. And without getting all like touchy-feely and stuff, like a lot of it is attributed to him and just, it makes me so fucking happy just seeing yeah. him and all his boys just be able to put out something like this. They're and just eating, bro. thinking about where this can lead them one day. A thousand, per- thousand percent. And I've been following him ever since before he even made it out, dude. And just, when he was just trying to make it as a photographer and was just posting his photos and his little edits on Instagram, and then... Actually going to New York, and he was getting photo shoots with, like, Tyler, the creator, and actually, next thing you know, he was in studios, like, in abandoned warehouses, and, like, professional studios getting photo shoots, and he, I think he was also a part of a, him, and, I don't know exactly what it was, it looked like it was sort of like a school project in a way, mm. but the, one of the national museums in New York let them film it in their museum, and it was a very, very elegant and beautiful put beautifully put together piece of work. I'll show you it after after we get off here, but it's just one thing after another. I've been able to see him just grow and grow and grow and do more and more, and it just makes me so fucking happy, dude.
0: Well, I mean, I think that's a perfect kind of way to wrap it up. Shout out to um Neftali, excuse me. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, brother. Um but shout out to the preface. I mean, that's a great project, and everyone involved with it should be very proud of themselves. You got a nice little uh, group, of, you know, group of fans growing down here in uh, the Manatee County area. So uh, you know, keep keep going. And if you haven't listened to this project, I hope you will after this album review. Uh, we, we hope to bring more of these. You know, We're going to bring them back to the podcast. We've just been so swept up with Premier League and NFL. Shit, NFL's and
1: NFL starting, so yeah, it's kind of hard. It's
0: been hard to squeeze these episodes in, but we really hope that you guys appreciate them and like them. So if you want more or have any uh, recommendations, reach out to us on our social media platforms, at Tea time Reports on Instagram, Twitter, slash X, Threads, TikTok, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We should have uh, another video coming up the first week of October, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. All the support is greatly appreciated. And Brandon, thanks for doing so much work for the podcast. Thanks uh, for having me, man. No, dude, anytime. We're 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 gonna get this show to where it needs to be and where it should be, the top of the table. And you know, thanks for everyone, to, you know, to sticking in and tuning into us since day one. And to all of our new listeners out there, it's greatly appreciated for you to tune in and make sure you're following the show on whatever platform you're listening to it on right now. Uh, wherever, whenever you're listening to this out there, this is Trevor and Brandon with Tea Time Reports you know, stay awake and, you know, stay safe. Peace.